Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions on Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weary Rudder. Also joining me is Evgeny. I couldn't come up with a joke this time, but I'm Argent. Great. And also joining us is our new, newly spiked Inquisitor. Spiked means we staffed her. Uh, is Grace. Yes, it is a shame this isn't a video podcast where the listeners could see the wonderful new spikes in my eyes. I am Gator Girl <laughs> on the forums. And I'm Chaos. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to imagine when we do a video podcast, we're just going to all put... Uh, we're we're going to be blind. We're not going to be able to look at our podcast notes. We'll just have like silver discs on our eyes. So we're all inquisitors, actually. Uh, we, the video podcast will happen later summer i'm moving i don't want to deal with editing videos so um today we are gonna talk about odium but first aka feather's boyfriend yes yes one of her many boyfriends alex is not here today but she does have a crush on odium and it is important for us to mention that uh on on air so very important uh but first there is some news that will not be timely by the time this airs, but whatever. There are a crap load of t-shirts out on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Brandon. From Brandon. From Brandon. Yes, they're obviously. Yeah. They're, these these are official t-shirts. <laughs> Amazon <laughs> is a company, guys. Did you know that? They sell Did t-shirts. Did you know you can buy stuff off of Amazon? <laughs> Good job. I, it's a great start. Great start. Great start. I'm a great host. Um yeah. Yes, Brandon t-shirts are on Amazon. There are new designs, new cuts, women's cuts, kids' cuts, uh, small sizes, big sizes. And lots of colors. And Mm -hmm. there is more, there are more designs coming in the future. Oh, yeah. Including one by Ben McSweeney. At least one. Like the one I'm wearing? My Vin shirt? Uh, It's a good shirt. Good shirt. It's very comfy. Great. So... Odium. First of all, there are Oathbringer spoilers in this one. So you should definitely, it's very important that you read Oathbringer before you listen to this podcast. Very important. Unless you want to be spoiled. As hell. Yes. Let's start uh, by talking about Race, the vessel of Odium, uh, as we know. Uh, And Ian, why don't you read this first quote? So this is from the chapter 18 epigraph, which is from Hoyd's letter to Frost. In Way of Kings. In Way of Kings. Race, on the other hand, was among the most loathsome, crassly, and dangerous individuals I had ever met. Great. What a lovely person. Mm-hmm. I-, I feel Though, him. Hoyd is not the most unbiased no of people when it he's, comes to race he's a yes. little biased but it seems justified and it's not like hoyt himself isn't crafty and dangerous yes well mm. that's that takes is certainly one, true. takes one to no one <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we wanted to talk about odium's overall plan and what he's done so far in the cosmere because He's kind of like our big Cosmere villain so far, really. We think. 
So who knows yeah. by the time we get to sci-fi and Mistborn. Well, that's true. Because the Stormlight will be done, so presumably the Odium stuff will be done by then, right? But so far, yeah. Odium is our big bad, right? Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, Evgeny, do you want to tell us about what Odium's been up to? Um, he's been, he's been hanging out in Starbucks. No. In Silver Light, just having a drink. Well, I was going to say Starbucks, but sure. Sil- silver, Silver Bucks. Silver Bucks. Um, that sounds like the currency they use at Silver Light rather than Silver Light Starbucks. <laughs> right, right. Either, either that or Brain Bucks, because it's in the cognitive realm, right? Hey! Anyway, uh, Odium. So, from from what we've seen from him, uh, pretty early on after the shattering of Adonalsium, um, Reyes and, and his, his newly acquired shard of Odium just went on a killing spree. He, he decided that he wants to be top dog in the Cosmere, yep. mm-hmm. and uh, there were only so many individuals in the entire Cosmere who could match his power. The other, the other vessels, the other shards, and uh, so he he decided to get rid of him, and and not have anyone anyone contest him, and so he went after ambition. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he was, if not afraid, then at least apprehensive of a shard whose intent was ambition. Somebody who yeah. would, uh, who would potentially uh, be a contestant for for the, the position of a top dog. Yeah, a rival to power. Yep. 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 Yes. And so he he didn't quite succeed in uh, getting rid of ambition. Uh, gravely wounded the shard and and its vessel Yulida and then went on and went after dominion and devotion on the world of cell the world well, didn't where didn't he get dominion and devotion first cuz he couldn't find ambition yeah. at first I'm pretty he... sure it was, he was on his way to splinter ambition and was like oh I might as well stop here and cell while I'm well, searching my my impression yeah. was that he went after ambition found ambition wounded ambition but couldn't finish them off see because ambition escaped and so, then i don't think i don't think he found ambition at all before he went to devotion and Dominion. oh no you're so, right you're right yeah. yeah you're right so the quote is which is hilarious because you asked it Evgeny. <laughs> yeah i just so. i just went back i just i just remembered my <laughs> and, my and it question says, Brandon says he went after ambition first, but didn't find ambition until after, until after going after devotion and dominion. But a- ambition was number one on the hit list. Right. And, and in my defense, when you when you get as many wobs as I do, it's difficult to keep track of all of them. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Talk about a humble brag. <laughs> you're you're the most humble person in the Cosmere. Uh, indeed, I am. Um, yes. Shard of humility. That's me. <laughs> Humility would be an interesting shard, but anyway, let's not right. talk. Try. Yeah, it would. Uh, anyway, so he he splinters uh, Dominion. He, he wants to go after ambition, fails to find ambition. Goes after uh, Dominion and devotion, uh, presumably in part because they are breaking this agreement that all the shards had uh, that they would go 
their their separate ways uh yep. and also presumably because uh Dominion at least yeah. is a dangerous shard to leave around sounds like it wants to control things a so, little bit yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh dominate the, you might say there was a quote that suggested that uh Odium went after devotion or shards some shards because they broke th- that pact mm-hmm and so he he splinters those, and we're gonna talk about the the interesting things that happened yeah. there. Yeah, uh, a little later, goes yep. back, finds ambition. This time, gravely wounds ambition, essentially Infinity. leaves them to die, uh, and then falls into a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> the specifics of which we don't know, but Tanavast, the vessel of honor. The Shard of Honor managed to somehow trick Odium into presumably investing himself uh, somewhere in the greater Roshar, the Rosharan mm-hmm. system, which which effectively trapped Odium in that system. Well, we're going to talk about uh, the details of that. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it certainly being invested is a reason why it's harder to leave for sure. Uh, sure. But I, don't, I don't know if that's the main reason, but there, uh, there, there could be more. Yeah, there, sure. yeah, yeah. But Tanavast was responsible. Yep. And so th- thus far, Odium hasn't gone on killing more shards, although did kill Honor there, and really wants to kill Cultivation, and mm-hmm. presumably would continue after that. So he was he was stopped at a at a quadra kill. Yeah, just just that wrecking. we know of. That that we know of, yes, yes, it is entirely possible that Odium has splintered more shards that we just don't know about. Yeah, yeah there there aren't any quotes to suggest that. Uh, Brandon was pretty close on four, uh, mm-hmm. but it, it is possible. Uh, but we we don't have any uh, evidence to support yeah. that. I, I think he, there was a when we only knew about the three, he was like he splintered at least one. That you yeah, don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Yes. There were other ones when I, when I was doing research that was. Uh, it, it seemed pretty clear that there were four, but uh, again, th- there could be more. Mm-hmm. Though from the um, Arcanum Unbounded essays from Chris, she does give a pl- pretty clear number of four. Yeah, so I I, th- I think it's pretty safe to say four. I mean, I I wouldn't be upset if it happens to be another one, but. In which Eric confirms he's okay with genocide. It it would not be genocide. It would be shards. Killing shards, okay? It, it would be deicide. Killing yeah. of God. It would yeah, be deicide. Those, those gods were jerks. That's the, this is fine. Eh, uh, they're they're already murderers. They killed yeah. Aiden Nauseam. Well, that is certainly true. That is certainly true. Uh, Grace, why don't you read this another epigraph? from uh, a letter this one from frost uh talking about what odium is so this is the words of radiance chapter 71 epigraph he bears the weight of god's own divine hatred separated from the virtues that gave it context he is what we made him to be old friend and that is what he unfortunately wished to become mm-hmm. which is a good job great you guys description. good that job is, yep so it seems like Frost kind of blames themselves for what happens for what Odium is doing. 
Yeah, I think in Frostmind, like, they screwed up yeah. in doing what they did. Or Didn't it did not go according great. to his plan. Unless their plan was. it was essentially inevitable that whoever picks up the Shard of Odium would would be led to, to do things like that. Although the fact that Ray's was a loathsome, crafty, and dangerous individual certainly did not help the case. Or, yeah. you know, well, uh, he wanted to be called Passion, and they called him Odium instead. Maybe he was just upset that they were being mean and calling him names he didn't like. We're definitely going to talk about that a lot in this podcast. Yes. Odium, uh, Odium was just bullied by the other shards. It's true. Od- it, Odium it, it, did it, nothing it, wrong 2018. It's important <laughs> to note that Frost is associated with the 17th shard. Like, he might be the leader. We don't quite know for sure. It's not and their so, whole yeah. thing is like, do not interfere. Like, shards coming into conflict is bad news. Like, yep. we don't want that. So I could see him thinking like, oh, splitting up the shards was like, no, well, never mind. The shards were split up for a reason. I suppose. Yeah. So I guess I just argued against myself. Yeah. Yes. You okay. played yourself. Good one, job. One yeah. thing I wanted to bring up that uh, some people ask is, well, I mean, if Odium wanted to be top dog, why wouldn't he take those shards? Uh, mm-hmm. And we have many quotes that suggest Odium likes the shard that he has uh, mm-hmm. because, as we know, uh, when you pick up a shard, that influences you. And mm-hmm. race likes this arrangement with Odium. Mm-hmm. And if he picked up another shard, as we kind of see with Harmony, it changes how you think about things, uh, even if you do have multiple shards. And so he thinks, oh, well, if I picked up these other shards, then I wouldn't be me anymore, and I want to rule. So yeah. that's why he's breaking these other shards uh, mm-hmm. and splintering them so that uh, he will be in charge and not this other amalgam of odium plus something else. Yeah. And we had a, a tangentially related wob come from Jordan Khan where somebody asked whether um, ambition and unity would be considered opposites. Um, I think you mean autonomy, not ambition. Uh, that is a hundred percent what I said. You can go back to the audio. I listened to it. I said autonomy. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. We'll edit this in post. <laughs> uh, whether autonomy and, and unity will be considered opposites, and and Brandon went on um, a small tangent there, talking about um, how one way to be autonomous is to unite everything. Right, and and that's that's how you don't have any external influences. Another one is to just avoid everyone and everything else, and and it is it is in that conversation that he either outright said or implied that um, autonomy thinks about shards similarly to how Odium does, in the sense that autonomy wouldn't ally themselves or pick up a hypothetical shard of unity because that would change who autonomy is Mm -hmm. and they are not about that life yeah uh just just as a note uh unity is not necessarily a shard and we're gonna have a podcast about that and i don't (laughs) agree with the premise of that question at all 
Just, <laughs> just to be clear. Uh, very important. Unity is the survival shard. No, no, God. <laughs> ah, ah, I'm so triggered. I'm so triggered. Uh, pe- maybe, maybe people on the podcast don't know, but uh, I, I got uh, the quote that said, hey, there's a shard who just wants to survive. And I coined that the survival shard. But then people To hide and survive. To hide and yes, survive. Hide. Uh, and like I'm misquoting my own thing. It's great. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> um, Welcome to my life. It's why yeah. I'm here. It's pretty much. Uh, I don't remember what I did like two days ago. So, but then people started calling that shard survival, and I would just make a desperate plea to everyone: there is not a shard with the name survival. It, we know it is only tangentially related to what it, the shard's name actually is, but what? it is hiding and not influencing what's currently going on. Yeah, it yeah, it's, it's hiding because it's it it knows what is going on and doesn't is want scared to of die. Odium. Is scared of odium, and I think most people should be scared of odium. What a what a wise wise shard. Yes, incredibly <laughs> wise. Yes. yes, which they're making a joke, listeners, that they they think the shard could be called wisdom, which which is a good theory. But that was a joke. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's al- it's also not the topic of this. Shard no, cast, not at so. all. Not, not at, at all. all. But it was kind of related to odium. It's kind of related to odium. Welcome to Tangential Cast. <laughs> Welcome to Survival Cast. <laughs> Welcome to Intent Cast, where we call shards by the wrong intents. <laughs> is so that a capital I that this intent, is about odium. Perfect, perfect. This has you on the podcast, Ian. Hey. <laughs> Zing. Zing. We're, we're going to talk about it. But first, we got to talk about odium splintering shards. Uh... And and maybe well, talk about splintering as a as a process in general, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that's uh, complicated. Yes. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Yes. So first yes. of all, I think we should talk a little bit about splintering. Yes. Because splinters can come from two distinct processes. Yes. Yes. A shard can splinter off a piece of their power willingly to create a splinter and then they can be murdered and smashed into pieces which is called splintering (laughs) an example of the first is endowment uh Mm -hmm. splintering off the divine breaths that reattach the cognitive shadows of some recently deceased people on nalthus back to their bodies Mm -hmm. thereby turning them into into returned yes and another example is uh even honor just creating honor spren right right which which definitely happened before honor died right Mm -hmm. yeah so splinters can exist without the shard being splintered yes yes and an example of the second one would be something like um the seons and the skazy yeah i was i was gonna say possibly the seons but I don't know if there were any Sions prior. There, they were not. There were Their not creation prior. is contemporaneous with the arrival of Odium. Correct. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Says the person with the, the name of an uh, with the name of a Sion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we we do get 
a quote uh, in uh, the first letter, the letter Hoyd wrote that, uh, just, just so we're all on the same page, that uh, in case you have turned a blind eye to that disaster, know that Aona and Skay are both dead, and that which they held has been splintered, presumably to prevent anyone from rising up to challenge race. So that fits with just what we said, uh, of course, mm-hmm. uh, that he doesn't want other shards to be around. Though it is imp- also important to know. I yes. say that a lot, but there are a lot of things that are important to know. <laughs> Many things with Odium are important to note. Yes. That splintering ca- is not necessarily permanent. It can yes, be that is reversed. True. Yes, that is true. Yes. We do have a quote on that. Indeed. So... Why don't we then talk about the second method, the, yeah, the violent, forceful splintering of shards, yep. which is what Odium is doing. Yes. Yeah. So here's, here's my kind of understanding slash take on, on the whole process, right? If you, are, if you are a shard, say you're Odium, and you want to get rid of a rival, you are interested in a couple of things. You are interested in making sure that the, the 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 vessel of the rival shard. I wonder if there's a shard whose intent is rivalry. You want to no. make sure that the intent of the rival shard, uh, or or the vessel, uh, is not around anymore to cause problems for you. So so uh, you want to you want to make sure that the mind, the guiding force behind, uh behind well the force the shard the power <laughs> is gone forces there. Yes. yeah um and you also want to make sure that the power that's left after you've gotten rid of the mind cannot be picked up by anyone else who could yes. then become a problem for you mm-hmm. um and and so that's that's how i think about splintering there's a cognitive part where you get rid of the person the vessel the mind and there's a spiritual part where you do something to the power or with the power um, to make sure that nobody else picks it up. Uh, basically, yeah. it's breaking it down into smaller pieces. So it's not super easy just to like pick it all up at once. Like, Is one way to do that. Yeah. 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 The other way is what happened on Cell. Is that what you're going towards? Um, not not necessarily, but, but yes. That's, okay. We can we can talk about that. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you just talk about that? Because it, this has been haunting you for a while. It, it has uh, been about, haunting about me. Cell. Yes, Hell, uh, Cell has been haunting you in particular. W- with, without repeating the story that I that I told in a previous yes. shardcast about yes. the the ghostly wob, um, the short version of it is that when Odium went on Cell to uh, Splinter. Aona and Skay, also known as Devotion and Domidian, respectively. He was not experienced in splintering shards. He didn't really know what he was doing. Um, he knew his goals. He wanted to get rid of the mind. He wanted to get rid of the power, uh, but didn't know exactly how to do that. And so his solution um, in, in there was to, yes, get rid of the mines, splinter the mines, kill the, kill the vessels, essentially. Um, and then somehow in a in a 
colossal feat of strength is what I imagine it to be. Shove the power of, of those two shards into the cognitive realm of cell, where the friction, uh, the natural friction between these two powers would just create a destructive storm of investiture um, mm -hmm. that, that would, he hoped, make it impossible for anyone else to pick up that power. Or well, even to just investiture gain sentience, and he was also hoping, I believe, that that would prevent that from happening as well. Yeah, sure. That that sounds right. Yes. So basically, shards usually exist primarily in the spiritual realm. So, uh, like, they're investiture. Yes. 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 Um, they, and they so, transcend all three, right? So it's yeah. weird, but yes, yes. The bulk of their power resides in the spiritual realm. Absolutely. Yeah. So what Odium did was take that power that was in the spiritual realm and shift it over to the cognitive realm, which, which has actually insane, far-reaching effects on the magic of Cell. It's yeah. it's oh, pretty yeah. nuts what he did. It, yeah. It's so weird to think about moving something from the spiritual to the cognitive. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Really? Well, so on, on small scale, it's not that amazing, right? Presumably that's how sprint are created. I mean, I think all you Possibly. really need is a perpendicularity. If you well, know what you're doing. Well, the thing is, mm. is that... Sh so, so that's the thing, I mean, in thing, general. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... Perpendicularities don't let you just go to the spiritual realm. Well, right? I think they like, do. Perpendicularities they pierce all three pierce realms. All three it's realms. Just, no person in their right mind is going to go to the spiritual realm. No one realm would want to, to, but you could. Your mind. Well, you I, could I, do it. I yeah. guess where I'm coming from with that is that the spiritual realm is this realm of ideals, right? Mm -hmm. And the shards and like what that force is, what we've called the intent of a shard. Not a canonical term, but... Uh, and therefore not like, capitalized. That's right. As, as we absolutely know. But all investiture in the Cosmere was, upon the shattering, was split into these 16 aspects, right? Mm -hmm. And was keyed to them. It just seems so crazy to me that the place where all of... where all things are one you could just move one of these 16 aspects of the divine out of there mm -hmm. to the cognitive realm. Like, that, it's crazy, right? Investiture Like, when you think weird. about it like that, like, it, it is super weird. Well, because, like, you pointed this out to me earlier. It's like, yes, he's not moving one of those 16 aspects into the cognitive realm. He's moving the power yeah, into the well, realm. and the, yes, the spiritual realm is the realm of ideals, but it's also yeah. a reservoir of power. Yeah, yeah, but at, at the same time, like that's that must have taken a lot of effort for Odin. Yes, it, it's one hundred percent a great feat, which ties us back into uh, his his activities on cell. And more importantly, his activities later on uh, in the in the Dromonaut system, where he uh, 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 system, 
threat alert system <laughs> there you is, go. is definitely what I said with my mouth. That uh, autonomy, ambition, same thing. Dramanod, threnody, same thing. Dude, yeah. those are not interesting places and worlds, okay? Just, <laughs> None of those are interesting. I know I know Roshar. Just give me Roshar, okay? That's, <laughs> the other stuff is, is secondary. Anyway. But yes. Threnodite system where ambition was splintered. Uh, um, mortally wounded. Splintered elsewhere. Mm, Killed elsewhere. Yes. Yes. Didn't yes. ambition die somewhere in the system? No. No. He was... Ambition was dealt a mortal blow, but their death happened elsewhere. Because my assumption had been that they just died in, like, in outer space of that system. Yeah, but that's not the system. If it's an outer, if it's an interstellar space, that's not the system. Well, I said outer space of that system, like somewhere between no. the planets. No, it was. Oh no, 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 it no. was elsewhere. Okay, I am yeah, learning so many system. things today. This is exciting. We <laughs> um, didn't do research on before coming here. <laughs> hey. hey, look, it's not Roshar. I don't care. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right. And and so by the time Odium got to ambition and later on to honor he was more knowledgeable and more experienced in in the process of splintering shards and and getting rid of shards in general and so his his go-to method was no longer hey i'm gonna kill the mines and then shove the power into the into the cognitive realm which is presumably extremely difficult and also potentially not as permanent as as um the techniques well, we, he developed later on. And presumably I think it's more, more dangerous. Than it's, yeah, it, it's more dangerous and probably more strenuous on his part. Yeah, sure. I think so. And yeah. it, it it could solely just be that it worked on Devotion and Dominion because they wouldn't expect that kind of thing. Whereas once that happens, then maybe the other shards are like, yo, let's not have that part happen. And so he would need to be more crafty on the other split. Well, I... Mm, because that happened after Devotion and Dominion were I guess, dead. Yeah. So yeah, it's I guess like, at that point, I guess the shards can't really do anything to stop well, it. Well, okay, that's true. Um, plus, he had the benefit with Devotion and Dominion that there was natural friction between those two shards. Mm-hmm. And they were close to each other in, in terms of proximity. Um, so I don't know if the natural friction is what makes the door so dangerous. I think it's just like, there's yeah. a ton of investiture in a confined space you could that just yeah, have a preservation yeah. if you had preservation all shoved in the cognitive it'd still be real bad for you yeah probably probably like I, I don't know if yeah i don't know if i agree with that but it's fortunately not the topic of this cast so we can we can move <laughs> well, on well the thing is is uh there's there there was there was a quote that uh Brandon was complimenting someone about a theory that uh, Odium got Devotion and Dominion to fight each other, and he said that's it. Brandon said that's a good theory that he got them to fight against each other. I won't tell you whether it happened or not, but it's a very valid theory. It's fully within his capacity. That's the sort of thing that he does. Mm-hmm. And I think we uh, had there were some other quotes about whether or not. Uh, to splinter a shard, it was important for the vessel to be dead. Uh, and uh, the quote was basically, well, I mean, you could, 
you can have uh, shards splinter themselves. So yeah, it's, it's not yeah, critical. Which is, but I'm but I mean, Odium's whole goal is killing the shards, so he would never do that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I think and, and it's like Brandon was trolling there. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's not what the questioner was asking. I think I think the vessel has to be dead for you to splinter the power. I right? think the vessel has to be separated from the power. Okay, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, sure. That's fair. Which, like, we know, otherwise, otherwise can it might be just abdicate. Immensely yes. difficult. Right. Yeah. 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 It's easier just to kill them. So what I what I was trying to get at is that yes. by the time Odium got to ambition and honor, he knew or had developed better ways yeah, of yeah. Uh, making sure that the power uh, stays away from vessels. Uh, mm-hmm. Specifically, breaking the power down into uh, individual small components in the case of Honor, the Spren, or more Spren, I would imagine. Yeah. So that they all develop their own minds, I assume, and, and that makes it more difficult for anyone to aggregate all of that power. Well... But That's I, an inch. Yeah. I don't think it's a perfect method. There was a wob somewhere in the document I read that basically Brandon said he got a little bit better between devotion and dominion through like honor. But I uh, I mean the whole Tanavast cognitive shadow merge with a Stormfather. I don't think Odium wanted that to happen. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean- still object to that cuz like the Stormfather is like his own thing. I, not yeah, it's not really Tanavas cognitive shadow. shadow like. It's not quite the proper terminology there, but it's like connected with honor's power. But Tanavas is mm-hmm. dead, and I don't think Tanavas the power just suffused into the Stormfather, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I but, have um, no problem with Tanavest leaving a cognitive shadow behind that merged with the Rider of Storms. Like, I don't see a problem with that. Well, it's just not clear that. But, uh, Grace, I totally agree with your point that what is currently happening at the end of Oathbringer with all that, that is not what Odium wanted. Yeah. Uh, in he doesn't have that many chances to practice it, so no, kind of has yeah, to sort right. of uh, keep trying things each time, see what works. Mm-hmm. Yes, though that might just be—he's yeah, he's gotten a little bit better in that, like it takes slightly less energy on his part, like because the end result might be what he wants it to be, but I, it's I the think his. That- I think his his new methods are are more effective than his methods on cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think breaking the power down into into individual pieces is is far more effective than putting it into cognitive. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's still splintered in the cognitive. He's still split into pieces in the cognitive. We know it is splintered. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it is broken into pieces. That is what it is. It's just in the cognitive, whereas these ones aren't, right? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. that that's what it says. That's what splintering means. It is broken into pieces. That is what that means. Uh huh. That's what the words. <laughs> sp- 
I if think you the shatter process... something, if you shatter glass, it is in pieces. If you... Right. Which is, which is sure. Okay. But for his purposes, there is a functional difference, I believe, between having the power splintered, but all in the same place and having the power splintered and then be all over the place developing thousands, if not millions, independent minds. Okay, that's different. Now, it is actually interesting that there are some quotes that suggest with what happened on Cell, Odium did not, he stuffed it in the cognitive who didn't want the power to gain sentience. And Mm -hmm. we also get a quote uh, in Oathbringer, actually, where Dalnar asks, you know, what what he will do. And uh, Odium just says uh, that he's going to kill cultivation and that uh, he even needs to destroy, he needs to not have the splinters of honor, like, have minds, essentially. What, what does he say exactly? Yeah, so he says, he says, in fact, I cannot leave the behind the splinters of honor as I once thought I could. I can already see that going on wrong. Once you release me, my transformation of this realm will be substantial. <laughs> so even what he did with honor is suboptimal in some sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he really wants to blow everything up to smithereens. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everything. The sh- other shards, yes, but he want. I assume he would want something to rule over. Yeah, he want. Yeah, he wants to rule something. Yeah. Plenty, plenty of worlds without shards out there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, as we have established, his methods are suboptimal. Yeah, sure. What else do we want to talk about with uh, splintering? Like, we don't know the exact method of attack, really. We've never really known that. The only the only time we've seen Shardic combat is when Vin went stabby stabby on Ruin. <laughs> well, yeah, that's very different. Well, yeah. it was more yeah. huggy huggy, and they just like obliterated each other. <laughs> this is a very uh, interesting way to describe that ending of Hero of Ages. <laughs> oh, that's how I've always imagined it. It, it was just like, oh. it, it, like it was her like embracing Odium and just like the fact that Ruin? it was so diametrically opposed. They just like. Both died. Yeah. Which Welcome is definitely not what Odium does at all. Mispronunciation cast. <laughs> what What was mispronounced? Ian said he hu- uh, she hugged Odium. Not to oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Not, yeah, that's, that's, that's they mis-speaking, both have not UI mispronouncing. Them. <laughs> and we've been talking about Odium. Yeah. Uh, Brendan has said that the method of splintering is not obvious to the other shards, which is interesting. That is interesting. And, oh, this, this one is actually one of my favorite quotes. Uh, it's, it's about Odium versus Harmony. This, this one's great. Questioner. Does Odium actually present a real threat to Harmony because he... Brandon. So Harmony is vastly more powerful than Odium. Questioner. Yeah. Brandon. Elend was vastly more powerful than Vin. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Questioner. Vin. Brandon. Okay, there's your answer. <laughs> it's a good like, wob. It's a yeah, good wob. That's, that's, uh, and 
there, there's other quotes regarding Harmony, a lot of them. Uh, basically, that Odium knows about Harmony, but... Uh, and Odium is not happy about yes. no, Harmony. But no, but also, Odium's very warlike, so he, yeah. along with that idea that he's, in some sense, is more dangerous, because Odi- uh, Harmony finds it harder to act. And Odium knows a lot more about basically everything than Harmony. Yeah. Harmony got the letter from Hoyt and was like, huh, who are you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you there, sure there's a lot of factors. Yeah, for sure. Because Sazed is also a very non-combative person to begin Race, with. Yeah. Race is definitely combative and is willing and will Pony up the energy to make it happen. Yeah, though something we didn't mention in that opening bit about mm-hmm. Hoyd's description of Odium mm-hmm. is that Hoyd and Race used to be friends. Yeah, yeah. Used to be being the operative word. Yeah. And it's like, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Like, there's no more bitter enmity than between people who used to be friends. Yeah, and... Hoyt at the end of Oathbringer was like, if Odium knew I was here, he would just 100% obliterate yeah. everything. <laughs> that is true. Smallest chance that he would get to kill me. That's that's true. Yeah, that is really funny, actually. That, yep, I will just do anything to destroy them. Man, I, mean, I really we, want to see that backstory. We already have people shipping Hoyt with Aiden Alzium. Maybe we should, we should be more careful <laughs> you know, with that, this. That's- that's what I was just thinking. That it is like the gay romance, Hoyd and Race, all along. Hoyd yeah. has had multiple lovers, namely every single vessel. <laughs> we, yeah. are, we already got that. We already got that eighty Laris ship. So, right, that is yeah. true. Right, it'd be more fun if it was Hoyd and Race. Well, why oh, not the, both? The hate Come on, why not both? Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, when you're on the level of a shard, there's not many romantic options. Okay. Look, when when you start building a ship this big, you you just end up with a Titanic. <laughs> yep. Uh so let's move on and let's talk about what happened. Uh really how honor trapped odium. I wanna talk about that because Trapping shards is kind of a pretty monumental thing, as we saw with like the Well of Ascension, and there were lots of details to that, right? With yes. with uh, yeah. ruin and preservation. So I want to just ask, uh, how did Honor manage to trap uh, Odium in the Rosharan system? Well, shards are bound by certain rules. Yes. Yes. It part of that ties into the whole champions thing that we don't yeah. totally understand. Yeah. No. And I think when you're dealing with the person who is the embodiment of adhering to rules and agreements, that has extra weight. Yeah. Well, well so, yeah, Hoyt even said the shards are very strict here. Yeah. <laughs> well, Odium seemed to think that Dalinar saying he could leave was enough to set him free. Yeah, that's why uh, when Evgeny said uh, that it's just the fact that uh, Odium 
invested himself on Roshar. That's what's keeping them there. That's clearly not the case because mm-hmm. yeah. Odium needed Dalinar to like free those bonds. Yeah. Or at least could use his word to to facilitate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, pres- presumably there are ways other than just getting getting Dalinar's say-so. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, that would I, certainly be efficient, though, if uh, yeah, Dalinar yeah. just let him yeah. go. Yeah, but it's important that, like, because intention is a thing in the Cosmere, that... Dalinar just casually saying it without yeah. realizing yes. what he's saying. Like it's, it's like you have to Odium says, like you have to be um by intent. By intent. Like Capital I intent. <laughs> oh that's capital I intent. Intention. Yeah. Yes. And Sorry. so based Odium and Honor must have had made had made a deal. Yes. Yeah. So interesting. Which is so bizarre to it me. It is so bizarre. It is. It's it? not the Oath Pact, though. Though I think it's no, not the Oath Pact. Pact to it. The Oath Pact is between Honor and the Herald specifically. Mm-hmm. And it's about the Fused, and it's not about Odium, because yeah. even the Stormfather <laughs> says, as Honor is binding Odium, the Heralds are binding the Herald. Uh, the Heralds are binding the Herald. The Heralds are binding the Fused. Well, I, I, they're related. Yeah, they're, they're totally related. But yeah, the it's just like about specifically like honor. The heralds are dealing with the feuds. Like, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, but yeah. Like, so like the oath pact is probably part of some greater pact between honor and odium. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Interesting tangential thing. Be. I just realized honor mm-hmm. the shard of keeping oaths was one of the first shards to break the original agreement and go with cultivation to Roshar. Yeah, it is. It is funny that yeah. way, isn't it? Well, shows you your that. wife could get you to do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> and she it really happened. wanted things to grow. Yeah. Really wanted yeah. things to grow. And it probably happened early enough where it was easier yeah. for Tanavas to resist the like, oh no, I can't do I this. I agree. Yeah. For sure. Rather than like right before he died where, yeah, clearly. And then like yeah. by the point it would have become an issue is like he had already made oaths that would require him to remain on Roshar. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Sure. It's all just like that descent into madness of continuing to make more and more oaths, and so you're just kind of locked in this path. Though it, yeah. it's interesting that he is the embodiment of oaths, and he broke an oath. Yeah. yeah. How much did that tie into him going insane? Well... I mean, he went insane because Honor was killing, or sorry, Odium was killing him. Yes, they can all contribute. Sure, the, yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, so what What could possibly be the agreement that Honor and Odium made? Honestly, I have no idea. Because yeah. what could Honor possibly offer Odium Yeah, that, that Odium w- would agree to? Like... He can't. He can't go. I'll, I'm gonna let you kill me. Yeah, because yeah. honor would never do that. One, one. He he would probably. Well, all, all of the whole sacrifice thing kind of fits with with the with the theme of honor. Yeah, oh, sacrifice that is martyrdom and so on. But I feel like Odium would just go like, yeah, I'll I'll do that anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's also like 
that can't be it because honor is dead. Like, if the deal was like, hey, you get to kill me, then the deal would be over. Yeah, that's true. And Odium would be free to leave. Yeah, it's it's a super weird situation. There is something with getting Odium to invest himself on Roshar. You're like, you're not totally wrong there, Evgeny, because... There, there is a quote that Brandon just says, yeah, Odium's plan was never to invest on a place. So he clearly did that here. But like, when would this deal with Honor and Odium have occurred? Like, are we talking post-Heralds? Pre-Heralds? Uh, first Desolation when the humans came from Ashen? Like, all of those matter a lot there, right? It True. might have been something like Odium got himself somewhat stuck there and then honor was like if you agree to stay here permanently i'll give you more power in this system but that Hmm. power is not honors to give well well so that that actually reminds me about uh a rather strange word of brandon that uh is this asked by Ravi actually, who asked if Odium were lured to Skadriel, would his physical body turn into a burnable metal? If so, could Harmony create an Odium metal legion of mistings to consume and burn it? And Brandon says the difficulty here is again one of identity. People born on Skadriel have an identity tied to it and its magics. Odium would have to do certain things to make them able to use a magic he fuels. He has done these things on Roshar, so it's not impossible for him to manage it on Skadriel. And that just kind of reminds reminded me of that, Grace. Because maybe that allowed him to do all sorts of weird crap, like make Void Spren or something, like with connected to Roshar and however that works or in or like how void binding works and all sorts of things like that because uh odium did do those things on roshar and mm-hmm. made it so they can use those odium related magics my assumption with all of this had been that those specific things that brandon references there are just hey he, he needs to invest here that's t- yeah, that's I wonder, reasonable too, yeah. I wonder if it has something to do with the Unmade. Because it's sort of implied that the Unmade were something before Odium put his investiture into yeah, them. They were made true. and then they were unmade. Yeah. Don Shard. No, <laughs> I don't agree with that. I don't think the Unmade are anywhere near the power level that we are looking at here. And also, like... Are the unmade so important that honor that Odium would agree to stay on a system? Probably not. Probably not. What what could what could honor possibly give that would make Odium do this? I mean, we 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 look at like Janat. Mm-hmm. She as terrifying as powerful as she was was effectively defeated by, you know, a couple of a couple of radiants and and a bunch of soldiers. Yeah. Well, we all agree that splintering a, one of the other shards is a strenuous process for Odium, correct? Yeah. Yes. Sure. Yeah. So, what if it's just, hey, if you win in this battle of 
these minions, the humans and the fused, like, you win, you get to splinter me and cultivation. Or, like, we will submit ourselves to you. Yeah, but that goes like, back to to that self-sacrifice thing I mentioned, mm-hmm. where Odium, I mean, uh, Honor is not around enough to reinforce that deal anymore. But Cultivation is alive, perhaps. So like, if, if she if, was involved if she in was the involved, deal. Yeah. Yeah, if she was a party to the agreement, then it would still be in effect with her alive. And sure. it's like, does he w- and with then, the with the rules governing shards? Does the death even matter? When when if they've already made an valid, agreement, yeah. if yeah, they're pretty yeah. strict rules. The death might not even matter. Yeah, the power is still really. there. Yeah, like but that's why he would need Dalinar's permission because it's mm-hmm. still that bit of honor. Even though Tanavest is dead, the bit of honor that still exists is still binding him. Yes, and Dalinar would have what's the word? What's the term when like somebody's in the hospital and you have like you get to decide what power to do of with attorney? Them. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Pretty much. Dalinar has power of eternity. Uh, power of attorney over Honor's corpse. I feel like there's there another word for it, Nailed but that's it. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. By, by yeah. the powers vested in me. Yeah. But, by this Nahel bond. Yes, but so the point I was trying to make is that Odium would be willing to enter that agreement because it would require less power from him. But it would be a risk. Yeah. You, yes. you're, you're essentially saying um, Honor goes to Odium when when Odium shows up at some point and he's like, hey, if you win the desolations, effectively, mm-hmm. you get a you get a free free splintering. But so Odium Odium would need to feel like like this 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 goes back a little bit to the whole idea of champions, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um indirectly. Yeah. The the shards as opposing sides choose champions not in not in the sense that they've been presented to us in the book so far but like representatives mm-hmm. yeah um they, they they play a game of starcraft against each other <laughs> and, and and they agree that the winner of that game would would get the spoils um and, and so i feel like for odium to agree to something like this he would one he would want um honor and cultivation to be splintered pretty badly like they would need to be high on his priority list which yeah. i'm not entirely convinced that they are honor it, at least but maybe not cultivation and he would also need to feel that a direct battle is not something he can win easily yeah I guess so, right? Yeah. Which well, if, I kind of buy the second one, right? Yeah. Because if, if honor and cultivation were romantically involved, as we know that they were, yeah. then it would be a pretty safe bet for Odium to say, yeah, they're, they're probably going to unite against me. He can't turn them against each other. Yeah. Like, Most even if that not. did or did not happen on Cell, 
you would not be able to get that to work on Rage and, Yeah, And for someone who says they are the god of passion, Odium is very logical about what he's done and what he's doing mm-hmm. with who he's been going mm-hmm. after. Being passionate yeah. doesn't mean you're yeah. not capable of rational thought. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's true. We know Odium has been wounded before. Yeah. So he would probably want to avoid being wounded in the future. So, and then, like, this deal is an opportunity to potentially splinter these shards without having to directly fight them, which I we think don't would know, be promising. We don't know when he was, he was wounded. We don't know whether that was before or after the Oath Pact was established. Because if, if it was after, well, then... He, that would not be a thought that would be crossing. Yes. I agree. I agree. But like, I feel like this is probably something that happened before. There most is most a... likely with like one of the other shards like that splintered. But I actually have one more thing. In Odium's mind, I think he would be willing to go along with this because it's just a matter of time until he wins. Like In the cycle of desolations... Honor has to win every single time. Odium only has to win once. Yeah, there, there was a quote that was yeah, that's fair. Basically, the Stormfather saying that Odium's lost before many times, and he doesn't mm-hmm. want to lose again. Yeah, uh, early, early on when they talk about champions, like and, in part one. <laughs> that, yeah, and like, like, yeah, that's the, that's in that same vein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that winning the desolation only buys humanity time, which is the most important thing for humans. Yeah. But. Well, the, the, what I was the reason why I bring that up is because uh, if Odium has lost, this could definitely be one of those things that he made a risky gambit didn't work out super great with whatever he agreed with with honor right like he thought oh yeah no 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 no. this this is gonna work out super great for me mission accomplished and then it really didn't and so odium's more reserved well the impression i got from that like he has lost before is that like desolations have been defeated uh my interpretation was that uh i don't know that he he and not not something as simple as desolations. I don't know. So so Ian, in terms of the Odium being hurt before, I found a wob in the dock. It's Great. questioner. So inaudible, Tanavast, inaudible. Brandon, inaudible. <laughs> yes, that Great. was. In fact, in that the, wasn't in the intentional. Adaptation. Questioner, inaudible. This is this is the important part. Brandon Sanderson. So Odium, inaudible, not as good as he got, but he made it cost. Questioner. Did he sacrifice himself? Uh, Brandon, Sky didn't sacrifice himself. I'd say he went out swinging. Questioner, is Odium just better at this? Brandon Sanderson, I would say yes, inaudible. So, in between all the inaudible stuff, it seems Uh like that implied Sky injured, or at least did, did not go down easy and possibly injured Odium. Sure. Yeah. You see, yeah. Uh I don't think the the Stormfather wouldn't know about that though. I think he's been like he's lost things or lost battles of champions or something but, that 
it's why it's harder for to get Odium to agree to do that now. But, but that could play into why Odium would be more willing to take a deal if, mm-hmm. say, like Sky did injure yeah, him. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, back yeah. to the point I was making. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. So you guys are you guys are going in the direction of because Odium has been hurt by at least one shard in the past. Mm-hmm. He is now more cautious in he 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 now tries to avoid direct confrontation with other shards when he can when when he can avoid that. And so a battle of attrition essentially where he just keeps sending the same souls, the same cognitive shadows of the fused again and again in in a a wave of desolations is to him a slow victory, but a victory nonetheless. Yeah. And what is storm, time to a shard? Same, yeah. Like, like he has as long as he needs. Point. Sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also uh, with Roshar in particular, I think an attrition battle is more important because if Odium comes out swinging too much, cultivation will strike back and that will be bad. Mm-hmm. So like if there's two shards on Roshar and Odium's like honor, I need you're on my hit list. I will wreck you. I, I don't think he can just go out guns blazing, right? Mm-hmm. He's gotta be more subtle. But there but there has to be some part of the ancient history of Roshar that we don't know about that plays a significant role in this. Yeah. Because why would honor enter into th- this deal? Yeah, yeah. Like what what yeah. What could honor give to Odium that would have Odium be trapped and would well, honor even be willing to give it up? You know? Yeah. It's like, like both of those things don't make sense. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like what did honor get out of it? Besides so, just yeah, yeah, right, right. Because if honor and cultivation teamed up, like they could take out odium. I would, yeah. Think. Well, probably cult- cultivation's role is always very mysterious, which we'll definitely hear about more. <laughs> yeah, for but sure. in terms of yeah. raw power, like yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, she yeah. wanted to, she could cut someone. Yeah, and and she yeah. doesn't strike me as a pacifist. No, no. Yeah, she would. She would be down for pruning odium <laughs> out of that system. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it is very strange. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess that's almost the more interesting question here is why? Why would honor enter this agreement? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because it's like, no, you need to get the crap out of Roshar. But maybe honor knew that. Maybe it was a long gambit for defeating Odium because he knew that, you know, uh, or maybe if, if, if this or, is a chance for me to lock them there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or, or maybe what he was doing. Odium permanently. Yeah, yeah. maybe what yeah. he was doing is he was doing the honorable thing and going, well, I, I and cultivation here, uh, we can, we can tell him to, to piss off and he's going to piss off. But then he's going to go after other shards yeah. who were not as well defended as right, we exactly. are. Yeah. yeah. So self-sacrifice, trap him here, hopefully deal with him, give the others time to prepare. 
and remember who the other shard in the system is. Cool. The shard of long-term planning. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, right, the canonical exactly. name for cultivation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, indeed. Um I like that. I like that. Yeah, I, I that that seems pretty sensible what honor would get out of that. That Yeah. What could honor give to Odium to make that work out? I don't know. I, I feel like that's still one of those things are Odium has lost, made some bad choices, and I feel like Odium's really unhappy with the current situation on, on things. So I kind of feel like that's one of those. But super hard to say when all this occurred. Right. Deep history. Super yes. deep history. <laughs> yeah. There's history upon history. We thought the recreants was... A big deal? It is a big deal, but then there's like four other things that are even bigger deals, you know, in prehistory, right? It's yeah. it's also practically next door as far as history is concerned. <laughs> yeah. Two yeah, thousand, only two years, thousand years ago. Nothing. Yeah. That's not that bad. Good. Well, that was a... I thought we wouldn't have too much to talk about about that, but we had a lot to talk about about uh, Honor Trapping Odium, so that was great. Uh, Now what I want to talk about is I want to talk about Odium being referred to as the Broken One. And this is very interesting. He is. Re- it's implied that Odium is the Broken One in text. In the Way of Kings, chapter 11, epigraph. Three of 16 ruled, but now the Broken One reigns. And also in the book, there's lots of times where it says Odium reigns. So, you know. Mm-hmm. You can fit two to two together. And there's certainly uh, words of Brandon that imply that. It's not explicit. But why would Odium be referred to as the broken one? So Because he's messed up in the head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, was, I was just going to go ahead and be like, yeah, that's the, that's the obvious one. I'm going to go with it. Well, yeah. <sighs> there's a little bit more to that. Because that epigraph says three of 16 ruled, which almost implies that there was some time where Odium, Honor, and Cultivation were ruling? In Greater Roshar? In their in their separate yeah, worlds? Yeah, sure. But, like, ruling almost makes it sound like they were together? Like, you no, know? Not necessarily. Or it I could guess. just mean they had balanced power. Which is how yeah, I, I guess it could just be like ah, oh, three different kingdoms. They're not necessarily friends, but now one kingdom kicked the butt of others, and then the Fire Nation attacked, and then the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> there is uh, a quote about asking if Odium had investiture ripped off of him, and uh, Brandon said, "Has he had investiture ripped off of him?" Yes. Asterisk. Thanks, Brandon. Which, what? like, the unmade are splinters yeah, right. of Odium. Like, um, would that mean that you're the broken one? I don't know. I don't know if he... Is he messed up in the head, or he does he just have the will to do what he thinks needs to be done? Is that messed up in the head? So broken one is capitalized, correct, I believe? Yes, it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So... It is. Yeah, it is interesting, because it's <laughs> but, only mentioned that once in the text. Remember, this is a Death rattle, correct? It is a death rattle, yeah. So, which are very symbolic in nature because well, that's true. 
the death rattle unmade um it, it gives you gives you a glimpse into the spiritual right that's that's how yeah, yeah, right. visions work right and so how yeah. you interpret that vision is it it can be wild it's just there were lots of things in death rattles that were proper names that are important and so i feel like a broken one is one of those things right yeah and then you have that one that refers to kaladin and shalan coming out of the chasm with um with the gem heart the mm -hmm. chasm fiend gem heart yeah yeah. And the death rattle itself, I think, just straight up used masculine pronouns for, like, I, I think it was like yeah, two I, men. I, it's, uh, it's like two men emerge from the pit with a heart in their hands, and Terrible. I know I have seen true glory. T Terrible. Let's um, see. How close was I? I don't know if it's guaranteed to refer to that, but maybe it's the the chapter where. Kaladin and Shalon emerge from the pits is named True Glory. Oh, okay. <laughs> wasn't it, wasn't it for, for, for Glory Lit? No, 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 no. That's a totally different chapter. That's Is a totally it? different chapter. Uh, they come from the pit, two dead men, a heart in their hands, and I know that I have seen True Glory. Okay. That is pretty close. Okay, yeah, it was pretty Yeah, but, but yeah. still, proper names <laughs> yeah, I think are important. I like... Could've... You know something? Something I just thought of—the opposite of someone yes. being broken, unity. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's certainly true. Yes. And get going off of this, we have not talked at all about what has happened at the end of Oathbringer, at all, where Dalinar becomes awesome, makes a perpendicularity. <laughs> Uh, as Lyft would say, become awesome. Uh, and you could say he uh he gets lit. Hey, hey. And there's a part where Odium, after Dalinar says, "I am Unity." No, Odium screamed. He stepped forward. No, we killed you. And then in all caps in that. Shardek all caps. We killed you. What we are we talking about here? So the broken pieces. It could of be as simple. Mm -hmm. It could be as simple as the royal we. Eh. He's full enough of himself that I wouldn't put it past him. Eh, it could also be considering... odium and diffused. As his yeah, and the unmade like as his minions like yeah yeah. This yeah, is a yeah. team okay. effort, guys. Like <laughs> yeah, mm hmm, mm hmm. Sure. Um. Although considering that I don't think Odium has ever used the royal we. Yeah. Right. Anywhere, probably not. He uses um, I all the time. Yeah. He he's all about himself, really. Yeah, that's certainly true. The other kind of theory that I want to I want to shoot down um is I've seen people I mean not necessarily with good evidence it's just I don't like it um uh -huh. people have thought that Odium might be seeing Adenalsium 
in there instead of honor, which is what we assume. Yeah. Oh, I think I've seen that too. Oh. And so we killed you is we, the original vessels, shattered you ad nauseum. I can see that logic, but I really don't agree with that. I mean, if all investiture is assigned to one of the shards, then I don't know that it makes a lot of sense for it to be a nauseum investiture, because that no longer exists. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, I I think this we is so weird, and that just had always reminded me of Odium being called the Broken One. Yeah. And it's always been really weird to me why he's called the Broken One. And that three of 16 ruled, but now the Broken One reigns. But that was one of the three! What changed? God, it's so weird to me. Well, it's honor is dead and cultivation has retreated. Yeah. So by yeah, yeah, no, result, I, one is Well, yeah, raining. but the, the fact that he is called the Broken One later is odd it's i think the broken one is one of those things where we don't know enough to accurately yeah, true guess this, this, this is gonna be foreshadowing for book eight guys but where's the funny yeah. guy Ian? like long con yeah. long con it. broken one that's just subtle foreshadowing in book one for way later that's gonna be really important to break yeah. for odium but yeah i guess we don't have enough for it right now not to say not to put a downer on the whole conversation. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Because like, now... I've run into this like in the Discord, in the forums, where like there are certain topics where I'm just not comfortable speculating because yeah. like, we don't know enough. Not enough information. That's yep. That's yep. true. I'm with you on that one. But like, I... I'm happy that there are other people who do feel comfortable speculating yeah. about this stuff. And I mostly wanted to remind people that that's a thing because Broken mm-hmm. One mentioned... One time, you know, like yeah. that's easy to forget. Sure, um, keep, keep keep that in your heads for the next yeah. twenty yeah. years. Hey guys, I'm doing a hard break and editing this in after the fact. I realized that when editing this podcast, it would be over two hours long, and that's a little too long. I'd really like to keep things in general between sixty to ninety minutes. We've gone over 90 minutes before, but I think two hours is a little too much. So you have to wait till next week where we continue right where we left off on Odium. And man, it is spicy. Stay tuned for Shardcast, Civil War, Odium versus Passion. My apologies to keep you hanging. And there will be a Who's That Cosmere character next time. In the meantime, you can find us on 17shard.com, 17shard on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Shardcast on SoundCloud. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. Come talk with us about everything Brandon on the forums or Discord. See you next time. Ta! Take that, Grace!